I'll come back. 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 Oh my gosh, wow. Oh my gosh, wow. Oh my gosh. Okie dokie. I'm gonna make sure we're live first. Right now I'm just getting... Oh no. Are you, you cooking the pasta? No, there is a um, commercial for Cap'n Crunch, and one of the mascots, I'm fairly certain, is just a jizz goblin. And I, I, I'm not what? processing. No, it's, it's, it's just a guy made of dripping white paste. <laughs> I, I don't know how to put this otherwise. Too, uh, are they, <laughs> wait, no, I, I thought. with this jizz goblin. <laughs> You're not wrong. Thank you. Show us pictures. <laughs> I don't know how to look just this up. It. Like, what do I do? Type into Google, like, Jizz goblin? What is this, what is no, this no, what's, white what creamy they, substance? What are they promoting? Is there new marshmallows or? I don't know. I had it muted. Or is, he, uh, or, or is he a manifestation of the milk itself in the cereal? I don't know, but if anyone else sees that, um, also milk, remember to announce that we are live in the Discord. Uh, maybe I'm stupid. I could just be stupid. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is. Man, the first commercial gave you the next fanfic idea. Oh no! There you go. Jizz There's goblin. a commercial. Twilight Sparkle gets visited by the Jizz Goblin. All right. Well, I think I have everything set up. If you guys have all made your blog posts and been like, you know, whatever you usually do, I'll count us in. I'm guessing that's a yes. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower each and every week. Your bartenders for this evening are Enigmatic Otaku. 12-foot Home Depot skeletons. Slam. Yeah, I guess. Milk. What about 20-foot Home Depot skeleton? Ravage. It's way too early for Halloween. And I'm a non-pencil and I disagree. Welcome! For those of you who've never seen us before, we are a user-submitted podcast. You give us the questions, we bring our guest on from the fandom, and we make them miserable for two hours. And today we have a very special guest. Our guest is Jeweled Pen. Hi. I have nobody interest. We're going to get to know her uh, better in just a second, but as a reminder, um, I am watching the chat as best I can. I'm playing solo with that priest today. Who I'm usually watching the chat while he asks the questions, but not today. So I will ask that you try to direct questions to the thread. Alex can put a link to the thread in the chat right now to help you out, and uh, we'll start reading those in a moment. Uh, we have a drinking word today. The drinking word is panic. Anytime you hear any of us say the word panic, please take a healthy sip of whatever alcoholic or non-alcoholic drink you are drinking. Reminder, do not take shots. Don't go to the hospital again. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for the subscription, Alex. Appreciate that. 
Uh, beyond that, have I forgotten anything, guys? I don't think so. Don't be assholes in the chat. I know you guys. Don't don't be dickwads. And um, other than that, I think we're ready to go. Jewel Pen, do you feel ready? Oh, yeah. Yes. You feel ready? You don't have to mute between talking unless oh, you got yes. bad background noise. Like, no stress, okay? Okay, sorry. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. Well, in that case, let's get to know you a little bit better. Why don't you tell us who you are and what do you do in the fandom? Um, I'm George Penn. I write really, really bad fan fiction uh, for uh, My Little Pony. And I think that's all I do for the fandom. Well, you've been doing it for, for quite a while. You're not exactly fresh and new to the scene. How long have you been um, in the My Little Pony fandom? Uh, I think it was 2012. Yeah, it's it's literally been a decade. You've been doing this wow. for a whole decade. It doesn't feel that long. It was honestly, it's been really awesome. And we can say that you you can try to claim, oh, I'm I'm not a good writer. But the fact of the matter is, you have an ongoing story currently to this day that is over a thousand upvotes, and you are still posting it, like regularly. To be fair, there has been some hiatuses in the middle of it, but I've tr I'm trying to catch back up onto it. And but hey, everyone's been very patient with me, and I'm very thankful for that. Uh, you have you have a very devoted fan base to the story, especially, and um, I know we'll talk probably a little bit more about that story later. But for now, what is it that keeps you in the fandom? As the fandom, honestly, like it's trying to put as a. Uh, the fans, everyone has been, I have a little bit of anxiety, and everybody here has been super sweet and kind and supportive as I've written my stories, and it's just sometimes mind-boggling to me. I honestly wish I could do it more than I do. And, I, I mean, the fact that the fandom is winding down in its own way, I'm, I'm sure we call, can all acknowledge that, but uh, where do you see it going in the near future? I honestly couldn't say, like, I'm, it's one of those kind of things, like, I've ne I'm never good at making judgments on these kind of things. I'm hopeful, though. I haven't done much in this, I haven't seen much of season five or other than, like, a few clips and stuff so far, so I can't make a huge judgment on where they'll go from there, but I'm hopeful that the series continues on to being good and that people will keep creating their own content because at the end of the day, I think there's always going to be that hunger for more content in this regard. Like people love these characters and want to see more. And if the series itself isn't being made, then people I think will reach out towards like fan creators. And I think as long as there's that audience, there will always try to be those creators who kind of want to make that audience happy. I think it's very true when you look at um, fan fiction and fan art communities, especially like there are still thriving communities for shows that have not had a new episode or a new piece of, of like real from the creator content in God years and years and years. Oh, definitely. So you're telling me if, so you're telling me if I were to look up right now, Mr. Rogers fan, fan fiction, is there going to be new stuff? Yeah, Probably. absolutely. A hundred percent. I bet I can, Find you one made in the last six months. You're 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 probably gonna get a 
probably a, a fic with Mr. Rogers tapping the ass of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You know, you might. Uh, I don't know that I want that in my head, but it's what, there now, what, so thanks. What about, what he, got about, the whole, he, got, he gets the whole week run on him. What about a story where the reader is shipped with Trolley? No. So he gets we're the not, train not, run on him, too, understood? I, I, I was literally saying, we're not making a running a train joke here, guys. Jesus Christ. You meant, but all I can imagine now is this, the trolley going around with a really big Christmas present on, on top of it. See, that's wholesome and nice and not at all the gruesome, very violent sex I imagined. And then at the end is Mr. Rogers doing goatsy. Jesus Christ! You do not, <laughs> you do not hurt that man that way. Like I, 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 I don't I, think. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't think he knew what a single adult thing was. Welcome, I'm a neighbor. I'm a religious person. I know this. I'm a bad person in that way. I am absolutely awful. <laughs> we do not hurt Mr. Rogers in this house, children. Welcome, neighbor. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Not very neighborly of him. Oh, my goodness. Um. So, with all that in mind... I have to ask you a very controversial question now. Do you, do you feel prepared for a controversial question? As prepared as I'll ever be. Who is best pony and why? Oh, that one's a toughie. Yeah. I have I can have like seventy five different answers for that depending on the day. Instead, um, we're gonna make you some enemies today. You're gonna choose oh the best gosh, pony. Yeah. Mm, the main cast. I tend to rotate between Rainbow Dash. Twilight, Pinky, and Fluttershy and Rarity. Are, are we going? And off? Rarity, and then there's other times where, like, I don't think Fluttershy and Applejack are ever my favorite, but they've been very top two a lot. Um, but I think right now it's currently Twilight because I've watched more Twilight and watching Twilight completely overanalyze every little thing and go insane as she just like gets lost in her notes and everything and like please let me organize this i can identify with that in a weird way <laughs> um the non-main cast uh is probably always going to be nightmare moon just because uh, i loved her design even before i'd even joined the fandom it kind of has that special part near my place in my heart but other than that like there's so many different characters i can love for so many different reasons does doesn't nightmare moon look bald without her helmet though a little bit but she has yeah. like the she has like I think the cool mane. Yeah, I think it's the way her mane feeds through the helmet. Mm -hmm. she, she, yeah, she's supposed to be a recolored Celestia, but you know the way the colors blend, it makes it look like she has a bald spot. How is she supposed to be a recolored? Is is it the same model? Because yeah. I always thought the nose was I always thought the nose was actually she's... positioned differently. Same height, same neck length. She just has teeth and a helmet. She just has what? Teeth. Teeth and a, teeth and a helmet. Teeth. Uh, I heard teeth, and I was like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, unlike unlike Celestia, she actually has teeth. Well, well, there's a well, there's a fic idea. Turns out they're the same model of each other. So now they're standing in front of like the throne room, Spider-Man pointing at each other. I'll I'll need to look into that. I'm not so sure that they are the same skin, or that that they're the same model, or that they have the same face. They have different wings and eyes. 
Also, they have a very different looking neck. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just imagining that that uh, skit joke from the movie Day Without a Mexican, where a guy holds up a see-through picture of a Mexican with a sombrero and a see-through picture of a UFO. On, are you no. going to say something racist on stream? No, and he puts them together and they match. So you decide to use that example for that. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but why go to that example? It's just interesting. But why? Hashtag but Enigma's why? racist. Um, <laughs> on that fun, <laughs> go happy, lovely note, um, we're going to go out to some questions in the thread. Reminder that if you're watching, please submit some questions to the thread. We'd love to ask them. Uh, do you feel ready? Do you prepare, feel prepared to answer some weird questions from our viewers? Sure. Okay, here we go. RK Striker JK5 wants to know, what's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Not exactly. Fortunately, I looked ahead, and so I could cheat and figure out some of the answers if I, if I ran to the tough ones. And so this one, I still didn't come up with a good answer for. Um... <laughs> Uh, so like the it really again it's like it's one of those things like my moods change all the time. So what it is and what I really am like into at the moment can change from day to day. Well, what are you uh, at the moment? That's okay. Um, currently, uh, it's probably either like between Sailor Moon or uh, and then my brain just dies on me. Um, probably between like Sailor Moon and uh. Has been hotel. I've been reading stuff on that recently. Hey. Oh, well, congrats on the um, to everyone in the has been fandom for the new hell of a boss episode that dropped a few hours ago. I haven't seen it yet. Shush, hush. I haven't seen it yet either. I haven't had time. I've been prepping for this. Well, you said Sailor Moon, so you're automatically unfathomably based for that. So that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking OG Sailor Moon um, show? Are we talking the new updated or OG. the whole thing? Yeah. Original. The one where you have like 7,000 episodes exploring everyone's backstory. The one, the one that they totally aired on freaking Toonami for Kids, uh, Usagi totally having a fucking weird dream, wet dream about Tuxedo Mask. Oh, like, no. that, sh that shit, that, I was just like, even I was a kid, I'm like, that's a little weird, bro. Like, oh no, it I, gets I, so better. I thought you were going to mention the, the thing with Chibi Moon and the horse. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you could, you could get away with back then, and I miss those days. I'm sorry. Like, I'll I'll be honest. As as a child who who was female at that time, Malachite was like the big thing that I talked about with my little friends. Like <laughs> I, Malachite, I, fuck Sailor Moon, fuck fuck Tuxedo Mask. Malachite was the hotness, and I do not for, care to say otherwise. For some reason, Pitsaw thought you're gonna say, as a child, I also wanted to fuck that horse. What's wrong with you today? <laughs> is it is this because priest isn't here to tell you to shut up and you'll actually listen? Like, why no. are you like this? No, I, I feel I should have gone with my safe answer of Pokemon. <laughs> oh no, Pokemon has much worse stuff. <laughs> hey guys, did you I know that Vaporeon is? Uh... No. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, like I don't, I don't know if I can trump the whole thing of uh, Michiru and Haruka. Michiru? Uh, Sailor Uranus and Sailor... Oh, you mean uh, the cousins. Yes, the cousins. I don't think they changed any of the dialogue 
to make best it. Friend. They're no. best friends and they want to travel together. Yes, they're definitely <laughs> best friends. I love when, I, I think it was Sailor Uranus who like falls to the ground. She runs over her, are you all right? And like clasps the hand to her cheek and like presses her forehead to her. And I'm just like, I don't act like this with my cousins. What? I don't. Oh, also, I should start, I I should start acting like cool, this with my I wanted to wear all of the cool suits of Sailor Uranus because like Sailor Uranus cross-dressed like regularly and I thought it was the greatest day. Also, oh, um, I'll post behind the counter. I love this so much. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's okay. No apologies. I'm I'm ke I'm stealing that one, by the way. Please do, please do. Uh, you're welcome to show that one on the screen if you'd like milk. I promise it is it is not inappropriate, nor will it break any of Twitch's <laughs> various rules. Oh, <laughs> oh dear um, have you ever done anything like fan fiction or fan art, et cetera, for a fandom besides MLP? Um, I've written a few things on, uh, I've written a little bit of fan fiction for it, but it was all personal. I never shared it with anybody. And a, and a little tiny bit in the Pokemon stuff. I've done a lot of role play in different things. Uh, Magical Girl, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, Husband Hotel. I've done a lot of that kind of stuff. But, like, actual stories and creating things, not so much. Almost all of my writing stuff has been My Little Pony related or, or, or original works. And I will be entirely honest, it's mostly because Fimfixin is really easy to use, and I couldn't find any website to post the fanfixin that worked nearly as well. Honestly, you're onto something, because I think Fim Fiction literally has the best formatting and usage of any other fan, fan fiction website. Every other site I've tried to use has just been absolute dog water. Yeah, and it was like, I, I, I started to write the Pokemon thing, and I was just like, eh, I'll go back to Red and Pony. So, oh, think, oh, oh I'm sorry, on. please continue, Flam. Oh, no, I was just saying, I think, uh, you know, Wattpad has a pretty decent interface, just not a lot of reach. And I don't have enough experience with Archive of Our Own to comment, but I hear people say it's pretty good. So. I tried both those. They didn't really feel as good, honestly. Ah, oh, damn. They weren't bad. They just didn't feel as good. Better than fanfiction.net. Unless, oh, they, um, yeah. um, um, unless yeah. they made any recent updates. They have not. They have not. It still looks like it's out of the 90s, understood. <laughs> you, you can't even add, like, inline pictures or anything to, to shit in the, to the main it's, body of the work. It's actually bad. I don't understand how there's such a market for fanfiction out there. Fanfiction is everywhere. Everybody knows of it. Everybody seeks it out in some capacity, whether it's for reading something bad or for reading something good. And yet, we have very few platforms that offer a cohesive way of doing this. We were all hopeful for Genfic. I know we all were, but that that candle's burning pretty dim at this point. It, I think I it's think probably the only just way that Genfic will happen is if some uh, uh, somebody with a lot of money and a lot of fucking time picks it up. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. No. Yeah, and I. Uh... I think it's just more of a network effect kind of thing. Yeah, there's a huge market for fan fiction and stuff like that, but with literally everyone and their mother on 
fanfiction.net. Why bother creating something that's actually better when everyone's just here? And if you do, it's not guaranteed well, that people are going to move over. Sort of like YouTube, in a way. Well, see, I kind of don't think that way about fanfiction.net. And I only say that because Nighty actually kind of revealed that to us before. It's really difficult finding people you can trust to be moderators. I mean, that's that's true of anywhere, true no matter too. where you go. Right, but imagine Genfic, where every fandom is posting loads and loads and loads of fiction all the time. Oh, dear heavens. Like I said, somebody with a what lot the, of fucking money would have the to first day, <laughs> The first day the Genfic hypothetically goes live, it's all just, like, anime bullshit on the front. Like, like imagine, like, like five lolly fics, uh, fucking, like, two, like, some fucking weird like monster hunter thing this is this this will be the rest of our life Lamb, i i am confident enough this will never happen that i will say this if gen fic ever comes to fruition whether or not i'm still active in the pony fandom i promise you on my honor that on the first day as fast as i can i will release at least a 1000 word story of Mr. Rogers goat seeing the train. Are we are we in agreement? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I, I I will add to this blood pack. This is a blood I, pack. This is a you blood pack. Ch- if you if you do if you goat see the train, I yeah. will have Mr. Rogers getting getting uh triple triple teamed by Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. All right, we are we have an accord. We have I, an I, accord. Watch Nighty announce his shit literally next weekend. The pact is sealed. I have to ask this sweater on or off. Oh, you know that sweater is open and his and his nips are poking out. She's like, "Well, well, now that you say that trolley the train, allow me to get a little more comfortable." Undoes the buttons. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Does he still have his slippers on? The slippers stay on during the goatsy. I mean, you could make it really bad and he would have bought Crocs. Oh, What's oh, <laughs> on Crocs? Context okay. is terrible. So that's, that's the concept, is that if Genfic does happen, I, I will make it as uncomfortable as possible day one, personally. So We're thankful for your sacrifice. Thank you! Thank you! I, I know others want to do so as well, and hopefully I will start a reign of awful shit fix, and that'll be great. Beautiful. But until then, uh, more questions for you. Is the pen mightier than the sword? Really depends on who's swinging it around, honestly. Like, if I have a sword, I'm probably more likely to hurt myself than someone else. But I know more than a few people who could beat my butt with a pen. Beat your butt with a pen? I don't like to curse. I'm about to say, this is, this is some kinky shit. I mean, some pens hurt. If you ever get hit with a pen, they can really hurt. I would, you gotta have some good wrist action if you want to get, like, a solid impact, though, to be fair. Like I don't know. Like, I, I've... Uh, fountain calligraphy pens. Ooh, no, then, 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 yeah, then you're just stabbing people, and like, you don't even need, you don't even need strength for that. Um, Alex underscore says, gonna start using goatee the train in casual conversation. Like, I still don't even know what goatee means. But oh, I, I God, know that... honey. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm afraid to Google it. Um, okay, I can, I can, I can summarize it very simply. Do you know of an image with a person with hands on either side of their cheeks holding their butt and their butthole as open as it'll go. Oh, okay, okay, I got it. I'm good. I'm yep, I, nope, yep. that's, that that is it. That is it. That, that is the goat. <laughs> that is the see. So oh. you will you will occasionally see uh, some pictures on the internet that have oh, that exact format. 
but aren't the goatsy, but it's the exact, like, you know, positioning, and people are just like, you know exactly what you did. Like, my favorite was, um, worse. my favorite was the mittens, um, on the McCafe holiday. Oh, um, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so, uh, the McCafe decided they were gonna do mittens, and someone realized it just looked like hands, and so they demonstrated it by doing this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need nice. to see this shit. Oh gosh. It's one of my favorite accidental goatsies I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. Accidental goatsie is 100% a, uh, a uh, category of meme. It is, it is. And it needs to be a card, actually, in Cards Against Humanity and Cards Against Barcast Accidental I, I will add Accidental Goatsy for you, if you wish. Please. Let us move quickly on. Uh, <laughs> what sort of jewels adorn your pen, and does it make difficult? Does it make writing difficult? Oh, th okay, this question I actually did research on. Um, and the answer is mostly quartz, and it does not make it difficult. Without the quartz, I'm pretty sure my laptop would not work. And I usually use my laptop oh, as my pen. That's true. That's true. I was sitting there going, like, what are you talking about? No, but you're right. I did research. <laughs> that is the question I am most proud of answering. That was actually a really good answer. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It, it all gets worse from here. Yes, it's about to. Alex underscore says, maybe go see the train means to have a really big shit. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna move to questions from Glimp. Is this what you expected? Is this what you expected for your interview? Yes. Oh, yes. good. <laughs> because I didn't want you to panic. No, don't worry. I, do, I, I panic by default. Uh, all right, that's that's two drinks for our audience. Um, the Glimp Master now has some questions for you. And Muggany, if you are in the chat and you haven't asked your questions, you're a failure. And the Glimp Master says. Is your heart made out of jewels and your pen made out of gold? Not really. If, if like, I'll be completely honest. If I, if I, if my pen was made of of gold, I would have probably sold it by now. Uh, for like rent and stuff. But and I have no quartz in my heart yet. But the way with technology is advancing, we may have computers in our hearts one day. So you never know. That might be in yeah. my lifetime. We get computers if in there, you want to know a, a fun little thing, they already have computers as arts. Well, there, there you go. That's true. I don't yeah. have a pacemaker yet, though. No, 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 not yeah. a pacemaker. There is an artificial heart that I think all of two men in the world have in their bodies. If they're still alive, I I know that was placed. Yeah, um... yeah, they were they were pretty old when they got it. Jeez, cool, yeah. but jeez, where where we are working on it, we are working on it. Okay. How do you make worst pony become best pony? So, so basically, if there is a bad pony and you think this is a not a good character, how would you fix them? <laughs> this one is. I actually considered this when I was writing one of my stories. It was Prince Blue Blood. I spent a long, long, long story arc with trauma. Abuse. Well, actually, first I made him as monstrous as possible. And then I'm like, okay, now how do I dial this back? Oh, right. Uh, trauma, 
torment, long dramatic arc, and the most important aspect, the most important aspect I feel to make a character who, to redeem them is to have them actually make the choice to want to be better. Because I always find that people can really identify with any character who, no matter how terrible they are, if they, someone goes, I have done so many terrible things, and they genuinely put in the effort and the hard work and the dedication to actually be better people, it's really hard not to root for them. And then you have some, you throw in some severe emotional trauma, maybe some long-term scars, like permanent damage. And, you know, just, just, just enough to make people, like, sad a little bit. And then sometimes people get like, I really love this person. You actually have given an answer as far as writing, how, how you take a bad character and make him sympathetic. Which I agree with for the most part, and I don't think that Prince Blue Blood is terribly unfor unforgivable, you know. I mean, what crimes did really did he really do? He spilled dress over rarity, and uh, I don't know, uh, let her on a bit unintentionally. I'm guessing. I mean, he's just an asshole. I mean, I guess it's not really a crime to be an asshole, but. Yeah, they never elaborated. We'll just maybe he yeah, goes easier. They but. do hang out again later, so there's always that kind of yeah. It, but it was it was an alt world fic thing, so it was like I was able to do more with what he they gave me. I was able to make that character worse, and then hopefully, hopefully, I made it better. I don't know if it really makes them best pony though. Yeah, you'd have to really like make them the center of their own arc, you know. Yeah, and that's actually, it's like, you can make somebody who is, like, totally hated, make them likable, but it's really hard to make somebody best after that point. Although I have done it with, I did it with, like, one of my other, my original stories, but that was a different thing. And, and that person, like, went really quickly from really nasty to really protective and good. The longer, the longer, the longer their dicks, the, the longer it is for them to saturate in that, and the harder it is to pull them out of it. Hmm. Oh, I like this. What is the most interesting concept for any fan fiction you've ever seen on the internet? Ooh, that one's really hard. Again, it's it's one of those things that can just like honestly change from minute to minute. I have been like absolutely enraptured by things like, oh, Luna's gonna bully Celestia after she lost to the changelings. And this this quick little short story thing uh that's just that's this cute little thing and like i'm like oh this is the best idea ever and then i will see somebody will post a different story and it'll be like uh what if this pony was had this thing or was instead uh this gender or was related to this pony or was celestia student and like there's so many different things that could uh change things that is, like, I can't really say what the most interesting concept is. The, the, uh, the only thing I can really say on it is what will make a good, contra good concept more interesting has always been the passion of the writer. The more passionate they are about it, the more you can tell that they care in their writing, the better it will become and the more interesting the concept will become as you read it. But most interesting concept, I, I, I know it's just a cop-out answer, but I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't... 
I don't really see it as a cop-out answer. Oh, okay. Cool then. Yeah, this, this is a really hard question to answer because there's just so many good concepts. Right. I mean, the concept can come to you from anywhere. Like, uh, it's a little off-topic to what we're talking about, but, you know, um, I'm working on my own TTRPG system, and one of the... Uh, one of the inspirations for making this was, believe it or not, uh, the game For Honor, and I don't like the damage system in D&D, so I'm coming up with my own. We've seen, we've seen plenty of um, great ideas done poorly throughout fanfiction history. Like, if you just boil it down mm -hmm. to what the concept is, there's a lot of stuff that's like, wow, that's really cool, and then you read it, you're like, oh. Yeah, I've had a few of those. A few of those. So, I mean, it, I, I do understand the passion has to be behind it. Definitely. And sometimes it's just yeah. one sentence. Yeah. Well, Speaking and passion of, is also oh. a drive. It keeps, you, it keeps you working on it, you know. Speaking of drive and passion, what superpower would you most like to have? Oh, that's not even a hard one. Uh, the ability to transform, like, complete uh, shape-shifting. Like, yes! Exactly, like, I'd be like, oh, I no longer am overweight, or, oh, my hair is a different color today. Now it's currently rainbow. Now it's red and blue. Um, and I, if, if, like, I had a complete choice, I'd probably go, the ability to transform myself and others. Because that way I could be like, oh, you have, the, you have these body issues, now you don't. See, I would take this totally different direction. It's very much, oh, I want to be able to fly. Boom, I'm a bird. I want to be able to go underwater. Boom, I'm a fish. I want to be able to be invisible. Boom, I'm literally a fly on the wall. I, I want to be really strong. I'm an elephant, motherfucker. Come at me. Like, I could... You're, you're describing wait, wait. anamorphs. Yeah, I was going to say, first yeah. I was going to say, anamorphs, but why would you go elephant? Why not go dragon? Well, no. I'm Suddenly gonna, you're, I'm, a 50, you're a 500-foot-tall dragon who breathes fire. Because I want to be an elephant, that's why. She's okay. going by Beast Boy rules. She could only tap into the red. Go T-Rex. Close. Oh, yeah. No, I, t I totally tried being a dinosaur at some point, but, like, I, I mean, as far as bitch slapping I mean, people, I suppose what's still on my mind is that elephant that a woman <laughs> a woman tried to um, distract the mother while her babies were being stolen by poachers, and so the elephant killed her, and then during her funeral, she led the other elephants from her herd miles to the funeral, broke in, dragged her body out of the coffin, and trampled her corpse. And then they went to her house and trampled her house. So Jeez. I, I want to have that level of vengeance. Yeah, I heard of that. I, was, I really I, I, genuinely would like to have that level of vengeance. So that's probably why it went elephant. Oh, wow. No, I've never heard that story. But now elephants are a little scarier to me. It's never going to piss off an elephant. No. I mean, uh. you fucked with the baby's kids. Like, you yeah. fucked with, like, I don't Sweet, blame her. mommy elephant. But yeah, like, and you know, there is always the option of, you know, you can turn into an elephant, fly, anamorph. Oh yeah, absolutely. And maybe I want to be a lamp, motherfucker. I don't know. Oh like, no, I, I have to draw the line at lamp. I can't. I can't approve of that. Damn it. I, I just, I just think people overlook shapeshifter as as the obvious best superpower. Just saying. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Like. I think that's the only one that could be anywhere comparatively is like reality control. But at that point, you're pretty much a shapeshifter in every other power in existence. So, you know. I'm pretty sure you could be super villain much faster than you could be superhero with that. There's a, down there's a downside to reality control, though. What if you control reality, but then you have a seizure? 
you remake Rowdy, so you never, so you can't have seizures. <laughs> you know, you know, she's got a point. You're in perfect health, and nothing, and you can never have any health issues. <laughs> That's if you know. Does but yeah, do those health issues exist in that reality you're manipulating? Big thing. Don't know. I guess every reality, if you're altering someone else's reality, they're probably in big trouble. What if that's what being an what if that's what being a writer is? And oh god, oh don't gosh. do this to me. <laughs> I feel so bad for everything I've ever written. There you go. Though the someone put forth another potential superpower, which was the ability to manipulate probabilities. Oh, oh that's yeah. pretty cool. Jinx's power is awesome. awesome. Like yeah, what's the probability that uh yeah what's the probability that I'm gonna get handed a million dollars right now? Oh, it's literally zero. Well, guess what? Now it's literally one, and someone walks up to you and gives you a million dollars. So, things like that. It's subtle things. How like how much are you able to alter it though? I guess I guess that's where it is. Like how much control do you have over over these things? At that point, if you can if you can alter anything to any percentage chance, then you very much you're just rewriting reality. Mm. But I you know suppose. what, guys? We're in this reality, and so Are we sure. The... Oh, no, unfortunately, <laughs> we're in this reality. During your life in this reality, did you ever sit down on your chair and ask yourself, "Why do I like this colorful equines?" Yes, all the time. Every time I write a story or I watch an episode or. I have that moment of like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? I gotta watch another episode now. <laughs> uh, and no memes today from the Glim Master, but <gasps> Glim would like to ask a final question. Would you create your own language and what would you name it? I don't think I would create my own language. Um... I would probably just add word, extra words to other languages and just like make up things like, I feel squiggles today. Um, but if I had to make my own language, I'd probably name it Geek Latin. It's like Pig Latin, but worse. My language would be a series of squishing noises you make with your mouth, and I would call it Tungolingus. <laughs> I, th I thought it was that popping cat noises. <laughs> no, it would be more like... I like the sound of milk. I'd, I'd oh, create milk, a language. Is that what you sound like? Uh, oh, sorry. That's great. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to sound like? A very loud click. I meant drinking milk, but yes. I'd have a very vowel, vowel-esque language. Sort it's of. a vowel-esque language? Oh my yeah. fucking god. Yes. Mine would be... Mine would be... Yeah, not vowel <laughs> for fuck's sake. A vowel language. No, mine would just be an incomprehensible shriek. Like, ah! No, but... just your normal language? <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing, though. The, the, the more vowel-oriented language, which would essentially, like, make your mouth have to go wider or smaller, depending on your, uh, what you're saying, I'd just call it, uh, you know, goatsy. We're back to go. Is Goatsy the meme of this cast? I'm so sorry. Can like... I change my word? <laughs> yeah, you will change it to Goatsy? <laughs> who right, is the hacker? Maybe who... add it to it? <laughs> yeah, Panic and Goatsy. Those are our tricky words. Who, who is the hacker known as Goatsy? I don't understand. Uh, Look, lamb, lamb, lambs give you lamb chops, goats give you Goatsies. It's, uh... 
pretty Cozy dotes and goatsy dotes? Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, we're going to move on to a question from Mugany. And uh, Mugany only has one question. At least it's a question. Good job. You got your one question in, Mugany. Congratulations. And God damn it, Alex. Alex says goatsy at the disco. And I'm going to move on very quickly from that. Uh, Mugany would like to ask, how your day? It's been pretty good. I've been a little nervous about this, but... I, I st actually started the day off watching My Little Pony and, like, cuddling with my fiancé. So it was great. Oh, how soon is the big day? I don't know. It's one of those kind of situations where we're, like, married in spirit, but, like, weddings are expensive. Ah, uh, yeah, yep, nope, yep. I understand. I called in every favor I could for mine, so I get it. So, oh, congratulations. I, I hope good things for you guys. He's great. I'm not going to guess about him, though, because we only you have an hour. You are Oh, it's one of those. Got it, got it. Yeah, I've done it for literally hours. I understand. Well, we're, then we'll move on to Alex underscore, our resident intern. We really appreciate you, Alex. Here we go. <laughs> Alex starts with whoop, which I don't know if that's how he intended me to say it, but I did it anyway. Alex then asks, have you ever seen... A ghost, and if so, do tell. Uh, only, not like, not really, but when I was a kid, I thought I did, and they were, um, I saw the movie Watership Down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, so when I was a kid, I would, like, lay, I always saw them, there was that one terrible scene where the rabbits are being buried. And they have them yeah. in that moving that round, but I saw it in a completely different line. And I actually watched the movie like a few years back. I was like, "That is not what I saw as a kid," but I saw them as like big, giant, honking rabbit spirits, like see through, run, looming over you. And I would like see them at night sometimes in the dark, and that is why I slept with a nightlight till for a long, long time. And I, I, I get that. Like the child mind is is a scary place. Bright, bright, bright eyes moment. Yeah, like that that movie that scared the crud out of me. I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I don't think you can answer the next one because you said you haven't seen much of it or if any of it. But what are, if so, what are your thoughts on G five so far? Uh, my current thoughts are: I want to see it, but I'm currently like dragging my fiance through all the the last uh, Friendship is Magic series, mm -hmm. and that will probably follow. We're watching it together. Like, like, I am a bigger fan, but we're trying to watch it together, and so it's been very fun watching it with him. Oh, that's so sweet. But so see, nice. I do want to know about my about season five because just just like I'm I'm already so far behind on all of my other writing, so I want to add more fanfic ideas. You're gonna have fun. Trust me, you're gonna have lots of fun. Uh, have you seen any of it? Yes, yes, I have. Um, of course, I've seen the movie. Does it compare uh, with FIM? Is it good? no? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure people will debate me in this in here. I don't think it's uh, bad. I would say it's Fim Light. Fim Light, yes. And I think it's got a lovely butch lesbian horse that I like very much. I'll put it that way. Oh, so there's another Rainbow uh, Dash? No. Yeah, I remember. We, we all saw it together, and the second no. she popped up, Pencil here just gushed. I was like, yes. No, pencil I mean, and I, pencil and uh, I, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get into some gangster shit for her. I have a better I, chance with her um, than you do. 
I saw the season five finale. I saw all of Rainbow Dash's haircuts in all of the alternate timelines. She got more butch with every single timeline. I, I, I like my low-voiced butch lesbian. I like her. I'm looking forward to this now. <laughs> but, uh, you'll have fun. I, I hope, if nothing else, you will find it fun. I don't think it compares to Friendship is Magic. That's lightning in a bottle that I don't think we'll ever recapture. But I don't think it's bad. I will say Brad, I like Brad, it. Did you want to say that you hate it because you hate the animation style? No. I know no. you well. I, I know you well. <laughs> I don't know. G5 just really isn't my thing. The only thing I actually really hate about it is that that Frozen-esque CG art style. Can't stand mm. it. But as far as the story and whatnot goes, I think they could have tried harder. But other than that, it's okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. I honestly, I really love the uh, G four art style. Like, mm -hmm. no one. Well, that's, that's what attracted me to it. Like in the first place, because it was different. You know, it, yeah, that's so pretty and like it's so. Almost, I almost want to say easy. It's not easy, but like, like I wouldn't have thought something that is that flat could be that um... emotive. Ah, uh, no, not the <laughs> expressive. That's what yeah, it, that's so what emotive, emotive means. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just I, I don't think about the word emotive as expressive. Um but yes, it, it I don't know. There there's something there's more charm to it in its simplicity than I think what they did with G five. Yeah, they they've really done a good job of like making almost the I don't want to say human like, but they do give them very those things that kind of trigger the oh that is a human kind of vision a uh, a humanist humanistic visual I guess mm. they do a great job of making you kind of able to identify their moods and stuff from their faces. Are we still talking G four? Yeah. Okay. Remember, remember, she hasn't seen G five. And I think it's kind of ironic that. G5 definitely did contribute a little bit to the uh, new influx of fan fiction to this date, but mm -hmm. in an odd twist, it's not the subject matter of G5 that I think actually it contributed. It was the in-between, like how did we get from G4 to G5 that mm -hmm. it contributed to? <laughs> because how G5 puts everything together puts a lot of implications as to what happened far in the future at G4, so it allows people's imaginations to run wild. I've seen more fix based on that, trying to put put a piece on or put a or try to decipher what happened between then and now versus actually like, you know, fix that happened now in G five. So I always thought that was fascinating to see. People always want to fill in the holes, as it were. It's one of the best things about writing story I mean, you're fill right. It. You're fill right. In the, fill in, <laughs> got to fill, filling in the proverbial goatsy. Every hole is a goal. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like it's one of the best things. Like if you if you leave a hole in a story, people will fill that in on their own, and it's 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 great, and also hor hor also terrifying at the same time. Depends on your writer. <laughs> Speaking of depends, let's find out your taste level. Alex wants to have you tell them a funny joke. 
Oh, no, no. Why is that the only thing that comes to mind? Do it. Uh, I'm sorry. This is this joke is awful. I know better jokes, but I don't know them right now because I suck at having things come up to the top of my head. Um, but uh, a guy walks into a bar classic. and says, "Ow!" Classic. Oh, the classic dad joke. The yeah. most classic of dad jokes. Uh, here's a classic one for you, Alex. Guys in a movie theater watching a movie but in front of him there's another guy and he's got his dog on the seat next to him he's like that's weird who brings dogs into the theater but as the movie's going on the dog is completely enraptured in the movie like leaning forward and everything doesn't even look away just completely watches all two hours of the movie just like like any other human when it's over i walks down to the guy who's collecting his dog, he's like, excuse me, I just wanted to say, your dog was very well behaved. The guy's like, yeah, wasn't he? He's like, he almost looked like he was actually, like, you know, into the movie and watching it. And he's like, yeah, I know. If it surprised me too, he hated the book. <laughs> not bad, not bad. I was waiting for that. I, I didn't know if that line was going to come, but I knew a line was coming. Well, I'm going to try to get through Alex's questions before our halftime. Um, Alex wants to know, what would be your ideal breakfast? Oh, things I'm not allowed to eat. Uh, ooh, um, something sweet, probably creamy, like waffles, and, well, not, not waffles, but like some fruit slices, whipped cream, a little cherry, or like a donut because I'm apparently a child. Um go back to like elementary school where you get donuts for breakfast. Uh not the donuts. I had two donuts for breakfast today. It was great. Oh or French toast. Mm. Good choice. I have a I have a super sweet tooth uh, sweet super sweet tooth. Pretty pretty much just like anything in sugar cube corner. Just go down there, have breakfast every day. And then diabetes. I'm I'm polar opposite. In in the morning, I want things that are like salty, savory, yeah. and hot. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like my fancy does. He he has to have like eggs or something super spicy because he's like it needs to. If, if your tongue's not on fire afterwards, it's not good enough. I feel that. Tell your mm-hmm. fiance I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Alex also wants to know what's up. Like my, my default answer is always the sky, but I'm like, I probably shouldn't go for that joke right now. I just failed at the last joke. I mean, I don't know that you failed. You told the dad joke. That in and of itself is either a failure or a success, depending on how you look at it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I guess mostly this interview thing. I've never done this before, so this is up. And this, is, this has been the thing that's been on my week, my mind all week. You're doing great! <laughs> this and finishing that season of the fic. Okay, Alex. I Alex is going for a weird question. Are you prepared for a wi- weird question? Yes, yeah, sir. Okay, Alex wants to know if you had to, would you rather drink a pint of moderately dilute urine, a pint of sweat, or a pint of blood? Specifically, someone else's, not your own. Do I know this person? It's not specified. Possibly, but so it's not maybe. your own. But all, all it is is it's not your own. 
I would have to research whichever one would give me the least chance of getting the disease. Uh, probably urine, right? Because it's yeah. Urine. That's that's my thought. It's probably urine. Urine is not entirely sterile, and it's immediately not sterile once it's in the air. That's, no, that's fair. But like, <laughs> I imagine it's like the one that le hopefully the least likely to give me a disease. The blood is like a no because the blood is terrible. You don't ever want to mix that, and the sweat. I don't know why the sweat is sterile, but the skin it hits is not sterile. Yeah, like sweat is sweat's one of those kind of things, and there's like you can get like fungus and other stuff in it because you can get that in urine too, though. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Know. So like you're 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 most at risk for bloodborne illnesses with blood, obviously. But then it's really a crapshoot between urine and sweat. All the questions I expected to answer today, this was not one of them. But... Well, you're in for a treat. If uh, we, if we get to some later questions, you are in for a treat. I'll try not to panic then. But I, I think I'm going to have to... I can't believe I'm to say this, but my, I think my final answer is going to be urine. I, th I think that's fair. Um, that one is even specified moderately dilute, so, like, they're being gentle to you. We, oh, bear, there we go. Going Bear grills today, all right. I mean, you can you can drink your somebody's urine once as long as they're well hydrated and still get like water from it. You know, that's this is a little salty water. How bad could it be? Yeah. If it was my own, it's probably that. blood. Probably blood. If it was my own. Uh, we we have Rav's questions next, but we're gonna wait a moment before we do that because I think now is a good opportunity before I have to run away, um, <laughs> to do the mid roll cast. So you know what? Let's let's actually try to do this. I'm I'm setting myself up for folly. Hey, Enigma. What? What? I, what? Why do you, I don't understand? Why did you say set up for folly and then call me up? Where was the correlation? Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that we donate all of our proceeds to a charity? Cool. Do Do you know what charity it is, Enigma? I don't, well, one question. Yeah. What's a charity? Uh, when people say that you're a charity case, it's th that's what it means. Okay, it means you're poor. Help. It needs it means you need money, and it means you can't help yourself because you are a hopeless, like infantile-brained creature. Enigma. That's what it means. That sounds yeah. accurate. I, I, yeah, I, I would help. So, uh, we're, we donate actually to moderately smarter creatures than Enigma. We donate to a horse charity, um, specifically Red Wings Horse Sanctuary in Central Southern California. All of our money goes to help a horse we are sponsoring by the name of Lil Bit, voted on by our viewers as a horse that we wanted to give money to. Uh, Lil Bit uses this money for, you know, not hookers and blow, despite what we may say in other casts. Uh, it's to get their hooves trimmed, to get feed, to get trips to the dentist, things that they actually need. And so when you donate to us through our Patreon or by, use, by giving us bits, which you can do by clicking the little diamond in the lower right-hand side of your screen um, right now, if you're watching us on Twitch, you click that, you donate, and That'll go right to us. It'll become money. We will not use it for ourselves. It will go straight to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. You can also donate directly to them if you feel uncomfortable going through us. You can look them up, Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Um, oh, gosh, it was something else that was vaguely important, and it's it's gone now because I've been around Enigma too long, and it's slowly sapping the energy and the intelligence out of my system. Well, shit. Oh, I remember. Alex, post the links. Yes, Alex, post the links. That's it. <laughs> Literally that. <laughs> Thank you, Rav. 
Um, if uh. you do not want to donate to us directly, you can also watch us on YouTube, iTunes, and anywhere else, and your views help us get Dosh. Alex! Good job. Oh, Hensel, I know you didn't mean it this way, but you sounded like you just insulted everybody at Red Wings. What did I say? Oh, no, I'm saying, no, I said we're donating somebody moderately smarter than Enigma. I know, but that still sounds like such an insult. Are you saying the bar is so low for Enigma that even saying someone's better than him is considered an insult? Holy fuck. Now you're just fucking with Enigma at this point. I'm the best at being worse. Whom's the fuck? Whom's the fuck? Um, just just to make sure everyone is back. Jewel Pen, are you back? Yeah, Enigma, do you need a hug? No! Don't no, hug no, no, him! No, no, no don't hugs. think he's people! <laughs> well, you see, if so, the last time somebody hugged me, I absorbed them like the thing. Yeah, he's... Okay, not, yeah, not my like fetish. But anyway, I will turn over questions now to Rav. Have a lovely day, and good luck with the rest of Cast, guys. Well, not din din tonight. Thank you, Principal. Have a good dinner. Alrighty, so I hope you're ready. I am. I don't know why, but like you have a very piratey accent for some reason to me. Ah, well, we'll start out easy then. What's a question you wish people would ask you? A great fucking question. (laughs) You ever just have that person ask you the ideal question, and you're like, ah. And then your mind has gone completely blank, despite every time you've, like, had that thought in your head. Mm-hmm. Oh, right now, that's my brain. I'm like, oh, um, I think the big one would probably be, like, whichever story I'm working on at the time, asking me literally anything about it. Because I can, like, any anytime somebody shows interest in the thing you're making, you get, like, so excited and you get, like... You want to like pull flowcharts and, and notes and all these things and being like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this thing and this thing, this thing, this thing. And it's like the most exciting thing to you because it's like someone has an interest in the thing I'm creating. It's <laughs> I'm, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. Right, so um, other than that. Don't know. Because, like, all of the things, like, oh, gosh, I might, I might be boring. I don't think I have anything I do other than, like, write books. Because, like, I'm trying to think of, like, all the questions I want people to ask. They'd be like, oh, what about this story or this story or this story? I'm like, oh, well, this thing, this can be this thing. But I don't think, uh, huh. Yeah, yeah like, I, I can kind of relate. Um, I just anything about my books, Brent. Anything about the stories? <laughs> Show your interest, and I will, and I will write more. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Uh, if you were the protag of a displaced fic, what would it be about, and who would you be unlucky enough to be? Displaced fic is that like an aseke? It's uh, basically you go to a let's say you go to Comic Con dressed as Wonder Woman. Bam, you're Wonder Woman, but you're in Horsetown. What do? Ooh, mm. kinds of fix. Yeah, like who would, you, you, and... who would you be unlucky enough to be if you got displaced into another reality? Oh, un- unlucky enough to be? So I think you're someone bad to be. Yeah, someone you would not want to be. 
there's there's a there's a few that come to mind, but I won't even blitz those ones because that would be like that would be like physical torture. Uh, oh, I know who it would probably be. Um, it would probably be Trixie. I think that would be the one I would be, but not like the later seasons, not like after post season four, when she's kind of still really disliked and is like trying to unconnect herself from like all the crap she did. Mm. That or yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there's there's Go a ahead. few other ones I've done, I've considered, but oh, that you've done. No, sorry, like I've. Like I've written character, I've I've written their characters in stories, and uh, I could consider like, oh, being them wouldn't have been so terrible. Uh, wait, what was the second part of the question? I got uh, lost on the who and forgot the why. What? No, no, it's literally uh, if you're the protag of a displaced fic, who would you be unlucky enough to be? Oh, the displaced part of it is just to specify that this is an alternate reality that you got dropped into but the whole the, the the crux of the question is who would you be unlucky enough to be in that reality someone who pissed off discord probably uh <laughs> now i'm gonna go with trixie that or one of the spa ponies yeah don't know why oh, why the spa ponies why why specifically I them because I wrote a story about them years ago and something about it reminded me about it. So I like read it the last two days. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I forgot about this. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, cool. Just this thing. And then, so now I have I have them on the head because my brain apparently is like a toddler. The moment something goes out of vision, it doesn't remember it exists anymore. Uh, it's like I have no uh, whatever that thing is. Peekaboo, where? Just... Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Able Beast. Yeah, I lost mine a while back. I'm still looking for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, we'll, move we'll move on to our next question. If your SO could be any size at all, such as a Lady Demi Dummy Mommy or a Renamon-esque Kaiju, what would your dynamic look like? So, like, are you saying he, if he can shape up into it or he'd have to be this size permanently? Uh, whatever your fetish is for size. <laughs> I think he'd just be a little taller than me. Like, not so much. Like, I always thought I'd want someone who was a lot taller than me, but my fiance is, like, only, like, an inch or so more than me. And, like, it makes cuddling really comfortable because we can see kind of, like, cuddle up eye to eye almost. And mm. just, it wouldn't actually be that big of a height difference because it's, I'm a cuddler, so it's like it's like you want to have somebody you can like cuddle up and snuggle up to comfortably, and not have like this really awkward. It's like having a sheet that only cover like or it's like it's like trying to like cover yourself with like a blanket, but all you have is a wash rag. Uh. <laughs> it's like it's just there's just not enough surface area. I mean, it depends on which way you look at it, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh... <laughs> now we're now we're we're gonna hit it hard a little bit. Have you ever released a foot fetish uh, video, and where can your fans find it? No, I have not, but I have accidentally given somebody a foot fetish. <laughs> really? Oh God! I won't go into detail, but it was accidental. I did not mean to do it, and I'm very sorry. And I probably shouldn't have even mentioned this accidentally. You you ought to start yourself on OnlyFans if you can convert people to the foot. Oh gosh, no, no. 
Trust me, it, it, if, they, if they'd seen my feet, it wouldn't have been, they would have lost any. No. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> well, I've seen your, I've seen your story list, so I can modify this question a bit. Uh, do you read Snuffles, i.e. Gore Clop for Cute Ponies? Gore Clop for Cute Ponies? It, I took the word snuff and I made it cutesy for ponies. Oh, uh, no, I I know, honestly, I've never liked gore. Like, mm. I like I couldn't stand the Saw movies. Like, I watched, like, a little bit of them, but it was kind of like that weird, uh, what do you call it? Uh, kind of like, you, like you, you, you don't want to watch something, but you watch it just off some like, morbid fascination. I just, I couldn't, like, keep doing them because, like, it's just... I, I have an issue where I kind of get a little too empathetic at times. And I don't mean that in like, oh, I, I'm such a caring person. I mean, like, no, like, I, it just makes me really uncomfortable. And I can just, it's part of how I do my writing a lot of times. I just really get into the characters. And so if I write, if I write a reason like that, I get really into the character. And it gets really dark and puts me in a really negative spot. I have, however, yeah, I damaged a lot of my characters in a lot of ways that could almost be considered gore, but I don't. I try to avoid gore for the sake of gore. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I get that feeling. I've only seen bits and pieces of the Saw movies. And I've never watched them from start to finish. Yeah, they're... I don't usually have a problem with gore, but Saw is a special type of psychological fuckery. It's torture porn. I mean, it, the, the ones after, like, maybe the second or third one are even, aren't even that good, so... I don't know which one it was that I saw. I think it was like four or five, and it was only like two scenes from it. All right, so we'll move along. Uh, who's your favorite in MILF? That was another hard one. Gotta think about this one. Right. I mean, you've got so many good options. I know, yeah, right? And I don't, I don't like the actual option that came to mind. Darn it. Uh, it ha does it have to be a uh, pony, or can it be anything? Um, I mean, it doesn't specify pony, so you're welcome to go outside of that. Like, I, I have, like, seven answers that came to mind, but, like, I'm like, no, not really. But no, well, not, not her, not really. <laughs> Probably somebody who is a dragon of some sort. My man. Am I... <laughs> oh god i had i would have had an answer for you for the whole dragon idea but i'm drawing a blank on both the name and the series that she's from <laughs> uh, well dragons are awesome like it's like they're, they're, if they're, the thing is like uh fuck who you want to fuck but if you can fuck a dragon fuck a dragon yes I think that's how it goes. That's the quote. Nobody quote me on this, though. Please don't quote me on this. Well, was it like, was it like McAfee pretty much put out that tweet? Where that was like, if, why, why are people saying I raped a blue whale? If I was able to fuck a blue whale, you damn better know that it consented because it would have destroyed me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> like, for fuck's sake, dude. Oh, oh shit. Oh, all right. Would you like to move on? No, somebody needs yes to. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah, it's kind of those things like you know that you watch with morbid fascination. 
we still need a quota on that. Oh gosh. Okay. What's the next question? I ask. I ask in <laughs> fear. Uh, favorite princess from MLP. Oh, that one's easy, Luna. Oh yeah. Good choice. Always the best choice. I mean, she's like she's she's such an anxiety-prone, panic attack-driven, uh, like. She goes to the post office and is like, it's a post office! You can deliver a letter! And like, that is like the most adorable thing and I just want to hug her and like, I want to go, it's going to be okay, you're going to be okay. Do, do, do you think, okay, if she, if she nearly, you know, nutted at the idea of the post office and, you know, letters, what, what do you think would happen if they showed her instant text messaging? Oh, oh dear, have, like, you would out. hear that giddy shriek of glee all the way in the Dragonlands. They'd just be like, all of a sudden people look like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the, the moon shall... Oh gosh, he'd be, te- he'd be sent text by moon. <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh gosh, the new, the, the meme, there's memes on the moon. <laughs> oh no, she's putting advertisements on the moon. <laughs> God, I wish. No, but she's just like such a frazzled mess. She's trying so hard to catch up, and it just—it's just adorable. And she also has the whole thing with like the whole she over abuses herself. You just—you just want to hug her and be like, "It's gonna be okay. No one's gonna hurt you. You're right. awesome. Just stop hurting yourself, please." We all make mistakes. I mean, sure, not all of us like almost destroy the world when we do it, but you know. Maybe steps. Well, I mean, really, putting that side of their world in darkness, is it really that bad? Yeah, that's actually bad. Considering, like, apparently the world would have survived. Well, okay, here's my theory on it, right? And I'm just, uh, I won't spend too terribly long on it. Their entire world is built on magic. We saw that in the Twilight and Starlight uh, episodes where they were going back and forth between time. And you notice it was when... um, it was when, like, they started destroying each other is when the plants started disappearing. And you saw the plants still very much thriving in the Nightmare Moon uh, uh, arc. So yeah. I have no problem believing that the plants do not subsist on sunlight and water. I fully believe that they function on magic. No, actually, I I love that theory because I actually used that in uh, the sto- the my big story. is like where Celestia is captured by Nightmare Moon, and Nightmare Moon uses her magic to fill the land with light, in a way, so plants and stuff can keep going. Or maybe she altered all the plants so that they work on moonlight rather than sunlight. Yeah, exactly. Like, There's so much you can do with that. There's also that kind of idea, if the sun is like a different thing, and does the moon have a reflection, or does the moon actually have its own light? See, in, in MLP-verse, I think it actually casts its own light, because it has nothing of a day, of a uh, lunar cycle. Yeah, so there's just there's just so many different ideas you can use with that kind of concept and ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, speaking of fun concepts and ideas, who is your favorite object pony? So soda pone, pizza pone, snack pone, thing pone, clones, and so on. Oh, I feel out of touch now. I don't actually know. I don't. Oh, the okay. closest one I can think uh, of is Flufflepuff. I don't think of. that's the same so these thing. Are object, so these are these are like object ponies or monster ponies. 
So like you have a pony that is a glass Coke bottle and she's full of Coke. You have a pony that is a literal pizza and her mane grows uh, uh, cheese and pepperoni, for example. Uh, then you have a Lamia type pony. Uh, the thing pony is literally John Carpenter's The Thing. And I think we have a tag for that. And then clones are just airplanes turned into ponies. Hmm. I would probably, like, is there any, is there any, like, video game or, oh, sh- <laughs> uh, not that thing. Definitely not that thing. Uh, probably, like, I, oh, great. now my mind is, I'm imagining, like, uh, the episode where they were doing the heart thing, where they had button mass and the game console. Is there a game, co- is there an arcade pony? I'm sure there is. Probably I mean, not. I even, <laughs> I mean, you were talking about snuggling earlier. There is a picture of a bed pony, uh, mattress pony, sheet pony, pillow pony. <laughs> so, I mean, it's really take your pick. What 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 physical object in the world would you love to see as a pony? Ooh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Console pony would definitely be a win. <laughs> Yeah, like I, 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 I want to go with console pony because I feel that one can't really. Oh, air conditioned pony. <laughs> She'd blow you all the time. Wow, I walked into that one, didn't I? A little bit. <laughs> oh, oh shit! It's 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 very <laughs> hot here, so it's like. Oh oh no! I understand. It's it's Colorado is has not been fun. Over the last couple of months. Oh, you poor thing. Uh, but yeah, it's probably say air conditioning. Heat. <laughs> like yeah, you no, swim. Air conditioned <laughs> air conditioned pony, yes. Although in my case, it would be swamp cooler pony because fuck, we don't have moisture here. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. Speaking of best ponies, uh, since bats are the superior pony, how many anons must we suck dry? Wait, repeat that part, please. <laughs> Since bats are the superior pony, how many anons must we suck dry? So bat ponies, how many bat ponies should the bat ponies suck dry? Anons? Like, does mm-hmm. they mean, like, how many o- o- random OCs should they, like, turn into vampires? It, okay, it's, this is a little bit of an in-joke, and I do it to torment one of our viewers. It goes by the name Nani. Okay. He hates bat ponies, or at least he professes that he does. We all know he's a sundere for that kind of stuff. Gotcha. But the whole idea is just that the bat ponies are sucking Anon's blood dry. Not even like vampirism, just uh, or, or like <laughs> Dracula-type vampirism where you create more vampires. No, it's just mosquito-type vampirism where you just suck all the blood. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I guess at that point, the answer is like, mm, all of them. Just, just all of them. All of them, yeah, yeah. Just, works. just, just all of them. I guess just like put it, put them out of misery. No more nons in Equestria. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, now that my little <clears throat> ego stroke is over, why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him wrong? Oh god! I'm, I'm, what was that? I'm, I'm sad. Uh, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad. Pencil won't. I uh, won't be here for this question. Sorry, I was yawning right. in the middle of it. Right. Why okay, let me tell you. Pen is a, like, wrong. 
Spike is, let me tell you now, Spike is freaking adorable. He does not get enough oh. respect. He is uh -oh. going around there sending, <laughs> writing all these letters out all the time. He's getting little hand cramps, and he makes so many mistakes, but he tries his best, and he's gosh darn adorable. He gets a little cup of cocoa to listen to Twilight tell um, the Christmas Carol. So that was adorable. <laughs> I mean, any, any episode where he sings is just terrible, objectively, but go on. Okay, maybe he doesn't have the best singing voice. But he's he's constantly Spike, Spike tries really hard. He may fail a lot. But Twilight is a mess, and I'm pretty sure without him, she'd have been dead or burned her house down trying to make toast. I mean, it was, it was it had been funny watching her do that, but yeah. Like, he doesn't get enough water. respect. And like, I'm not going to lie. He's, he's not perfect. He's kind of a mess. I but mean, he's still trying his child, best. But still... And he's, and he's, like, for some reason, he's, like, taking care of this princess who's, like, she can't, like, it, like, all I can, all I, I, I always, my family thing has always been for, like, she's the kind of person who would, uh, you try to give her, she tries to bake a cake and she disproves some theory of relativity or something that is, like, everyone's, like, how? Or she tries mm -hmm. to make toast and somehow she almost burns the house down. So you have, like, the poor baby dragon who has to take care of all these chores for her. And he does make a lot of mistakes. Like he does, he he, try, he tends to he sometimes goes a little overboard. Hmm. But he's like a kid, you know. I mean, and so would certainly my, argue. It would I mean, be funny my, though. My, It'd be pen versus pencil. Spike. My my view on Spike is he only ever had one good line in the entire series, and that was during the winter wrap up. What was the line? It was. Uh, when they were making birds nest with Rarity, and Rarity says, "Oh, it's fine. I'm sure the birds can use it as." And then Spike interjects, "An outhouse." <laughs> I don't know, like. I, I still remember like the face he makes as Twilight tries to go ice skating. He's like, <laughs> "Yes, that e that that whole evil little I, brother energy." I thought you were going right? to talk about the face he made when Rarity was crying. He's like, "Do you know what it feels like to have someone not like you who you like?" Yeah, that one. <laughs> He's just like, God, that's uh, a mood. <laughs> Spike's just like, I just imagine like the entire time, every, every time Rarity does that, he's just like, I'm just playing the long game. She's got this crush now, but one day, man, one day. I'm, I'm uh, so glad, he, he dubbed that thought for Gabby. I, I, I for, yeah, I, I forget, like, it wasn't like confirmed or anything that he ended up with Rarity or at, at the end of the season, or at the end of the series, right? I don't remember. I don't think it was no. Like, right? I I think he's with Gabby. Okay. Uh, was it even confirmed that he was with Gabby either? No, but that was the last re quote unquote relationship we saw him with before the show ended. I mean, was it actually a proper relationship? I mean, they just hung out. I mean, and thought each it, other were they thought it, they, each other were cool, but it it may as well have been of the way Rarity was acting. True, because. All I was thinking as I was watching the show and was like, do you think Spike eventually clapped Rarity's cheeks? Like, as he, when he finally, like, you know, got buffer and, like, taller and everything? Like, do you think he just, like, dicked that down once and then just fucked off? He, he just animorphed into a Chad and all of a sudden Rarity was into that. Yeah, there you go. So. It, it would make it automatic sense. He really likes jewels and I imagine dragons sparkle. There you go. Dragons or vampires? Oh God, no! I will hurt you for that. Lol. 
Uh, all right. So on to a more fun question. If you oh, gosh. <laughs> if you could start an interstellar war between any two factions from any universe or universes, who would they be and why? So does it have to be uh do they both have to be capable of beating each other? No. Oh, it would probably be like I would try to find like the most uh something that was like from some from some fandom thing that was purely evil, no redeeming features at all. And then like some force of good ish that it was like would just clap them and like bam done but otherwise i i honestly i'm not a big fighter person i'm a lover not a fighter um mm. that i had to do the joke i'm sorry <laughs> uh, no you're good but uh yeah I've, i don't i i wouldn't want to now i would definitely write their story though because I, I wouldn't really want a war to happen. I would definitely write all of the drama and all of the storylines that happened during it. Because I am more than happy to, uh, what's the word? Jump on that bandwagon? Uh, hmm. Well, I mean, if you want to rephrase it, you know, in the context of writing a story, who, who, are, who are the two factions that you would most love to pit against each other? Ooh... If nothing more than for the spectacle of it, sometimes. The first one that comes to mind right now is Team Rocket. Mm. I don't know why, but like Team Rocket came to mind. I'm like, yeah, Team Rocket. Um, <laughs> just for that silliness. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm stuck between like Wander Over Yonder, something from them, or. My Little Pony and like the Lunar Guard. Don't know why specifically the Lunar Guard. Oh no, no. Oh, Discord. <laughs> Discord versus somebody. I don't know who yet, but Discord. Because no matter what happened. Oh, there we go. Discord versus Q. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the most passive aggressive like war of all time. <laughs> oh shit. No, I, I I get I get the vague feeling I heard something or read something somewhere that somebody wrote a Discord XQ story. I'd be surprised if there's only one. I don't look into it, so I only know of the one that I kind of vaguely am aware of. Sure, vaguely. Uh, yeah. It's okay, nobody here judges, I hope. Yeah, no, uh, <clears throat> I don't go looking for those types of stories. <laughs> All right, um, now we're going to kind of jump into the deep end. If dick cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much nope. vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? A flush consolation prize is acceptable, too. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Next question. The answer you is You are no. not ready for violon questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've I I don't even know how to process that one. Lol. It's just all the disgustingness of the body put into a sandwich, pretty much. Yeah. Oh dear heavens! Wow. 
Well, all right then. In that I case, have done I will. My job. <laughs> yes. In that case, I will uh, take the reins back since Pencil is not here. And uh, oh man, I'm so sad she didn't get to ask some of these questions. She loves asking these. Uh, right. So first question from Pencil: What would you whisper into a vagina? Soon. Soon. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that the the night when I the so gentlemen gentlemen and lady the night when I'm about to to lose my V card I will do that I will just go soon into her <laughs> vagina and then just uh, it'll go well I think I think it'll you, go over well you you hear back tonight you. <laughs> Yeah, funny you mentioned that. Excellent segue. What would it whis What would it whisper back? What? What? what sorry, I, I, I just closed my eyes for a second. That's what it would whisper back. Yes, that's what it whisper back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That took me a second. <laughs> Perfect. So, how have you felt about the success of the story of Twilight Glow, and uh, how close are you to the end? was amazed. I did not expect it to take off. I wrote this like it, it was the earlier comment about like random fanfics thing. I just thought to myself, you know it was if, if Celestia was specifically looking for a unicorn it had to be a unicorn. And there's kind of that thing of can do earth ponies and pegasus get nice schools and stuff too. Like the Celestia school for gifted unicorns. And then it was like what if Twilight hadn't been a unicorn what if she had been an earth pony um, instead? And then I, I looked into who her mom was, and I found out she was a writer. So I'm like, oh, so what if Twilight was still Twilight, but, like, was just this massive nerd who wrote books like her mom following in her mom's footsteps? And I wrote this cute little small story and part of this blurb thing of, like, three different stories, and it took off, and I did not expect it. All of a sudden, this is, like, the most popular story I've ever written and I'm just like staring and going, "What? You you people like this? Like, I thought this this was just like a silly little thing I thought. And cool, okay, I'll write more of this. And it took off, and it kept going, and people like it. And I'm just like, awesome. And then I wrote like a whole thing on it, and I'm think I'm I'm currently three seasons in. I think the intention was to do four seasons of it. It was supposed to follow like the first season, and I kind of broke it up into four different books, which, like, each called a season, and they were kind of vaguely based on those seasons, but, like, how events turned out differently. So there's only really one season left, but it's really a doozy. Like, I wrote out all of the arcs for the story, and there were, like, 50 of them, like, 56 or something, and I think 26 of them or something are just at the last season. Okay. It's, it's, it's a massive thing that's going on here and i'm just uh trying to work out the time because like any time i spend on that i have to like dedicate i have to basically dedicate time to writing it and i have to try to keep ahead of my actual my original works as well mm -hmm. and it's kind of trying to mix that middle balance between the two right um but like it every time i come back to it like every single time i've come back to it i have been so overjoyed that people ever or that people love it and i'm just here like every comment i read like i don't always respond to every comment because i'm 
ADHD, I just don't always remember to respond to things. It's sometimes hard for me to do that stuff. I read every single comment. I have squealed with glee at some like the fans and watch people like consider what these characters are going to do and when they come up with their own little theories about how things will go or what they'll do or how they'll interact i get so excited and it's like i i just want to write more of it like if i didn't have to consider other things i would probably just be writing twilight glow all the time because mm-hmm. it's had such a huge uh Following, I got a. Someone wrote a TV. People have like made a TV tropes page for it. Like, God, that, I, really? I feel, I feel yeah. that someone made a, someone made a TV tropes page. For, I think fucking, my Metroid Equus story for some reason way back in the day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even, because that, that shit wasn't even good, and people were like, oh, okay, so. Yeah, congrats on the TV tropes page. <laughs> like, because I did, did, did someone just say, "Hey, this, uh, this is here now," and direct you to it, or did you stumble upon it? Uh, someone I think mentioned it because I, I don't know if they, the person who did it told me or someone mentioned it. I think someone just mentioned it to me, and I was just taken aback. And I, they've done it. They, someone's just done it for that one. Someone's done it for my Avatar series. And both of them, I was just like so taken aback. And I still go every like few months whenever i get like to myself and i get like in a negative spiral of i'm just not that good a writer i will go back and read the comments or i'll read the tv tropes page and i'll go you know what i must be doing something right because people took time out of their day to make this thing or comment on this and this means that this is a good this is something that people are enjoying and that means it must be good and have some value so stop like bad mouthing it that makes total sense and uh funny you mention your avatar because the next question deals with uh do you ever look back at avatar the last alicorn book one pegasus how does it make you how does it make you feel if i had if i could do it again i wouldn't have done it the way i did it i um had made a lot of mistakes i was still really learning it's well i had actually written like a really short book before that it was a bad book and like i don't even show people it ever again because it was really bad i didn't know how to write things very well at all um but writing that book was kind of my first real writing experience in a lot of ways. And I'm actually hoping to finish the entire series out soon because I'm on book uh, eight right now. Uh, I'm like midway through it and I've just got to finish up this. And I've, it has honestly expanded my view of how to write uh, because it got me into the mindset. Because both Avatar and My Little Pony have such good characterizations for so many characters. And it put me into that mindset of how to develop all of these characters, how to keep this flow going. And there was so much I learned along the way. And I think the first book is really the weakest of like almost everything I've ever written. But it's also kind of that foundation for what led to me doing what I'm doing now. Right. Uh, Without that, I wouldn't be where I wouldn't have written all the stuff I've written. Yeah. I, and I think that's sort of a common, common trope, if you will, is that usually something that has a larger series a good series with a lot of following usually the first thing tends to be the uh the weakest but not because but not but in a vacuum by itself it's probably perfectly fine but uh when you start because obviously people liked it enough to start reading it and continue reading beyond that first bit so obviously it stands on its own but yeah i do agree that as you expand more on it you tend to correct the errors you made in the past and make it overall more foundationally sound. 
Yeah, I also met one of my best friends through it, my editor, uh, Angel. And I'm very thankful because he puts up with a lot. Definitely. Uh, editors are uh, people who willingly edit things. Uh, Y'all are real MVPs. So, with that, uh, moving on, there is a simple one-word question from Pencil. Bees? Uh, no, thank you, I'm full. But how many bees? Uh, I'd say five or six, depending on the day. Gotcha. Five or six bees, understood. And we and we close out her questions with, uh, what is your biggest irrational fear? Spiders, or that everyone is going to find out that I'm really not as good as a writer as I want to be. You're all gonna like. I'm always every every single chapter I've ever posted. I think has had that fear of, okay, this is gonna be the chapter that's gonna make them realize I'm not that good, and then they love it, and I'm like, huh? I, I better post more before they figure it out. Well, I mean, if you really want a confidence boost, just remember uh, <clears throat> there was a um romance novel that had such beautiful lines as swaying breasts and galloping abs <laughs> <laughs> like don't get me wrong i'm aware that there is some really bad stuff out there 50 shades got published remember to critical acclaim for some reason oh my gosh got published to critical acclaim has a movie about it like 50 shades which which sake. is which is oddly enough like Actually, even worse than the book. Not that I've oh, read the gosh. book, but I've been I've been told by people who have that it's actually even worse. Oh, uh, I I know just enough about like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey and know, have just enough uh, awareness of the BDSM community and how those kind of things operate. Oh shit! To get deeply offended by a lot of what's in that book. Sorry, I gotta interrupt. Hi, Fee. Thank you for the raid. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh yes. But uh. Way I the way I think about it is this because I also dealt with oh my god like does my shit that I put out today even measure up to what I put out beforehand and then what uh am I even that good of a writer and then the solace for me and I don't know if it'll work for you but for me it works is that no I just own that I'm a terrible writer and people are along for the ride and uh, so that's the way that's the way I see it and I'm just having fun when I'm having fun with it so am I probably a not am I a terrible writer? Probably not. I'm probably fine. But uh, the, that's just that's just the way I see it, and that's always helped me get through that fear of like, what if people don't like it? Well, what the fuck if people don't like it? I'm writing this because it's fun. So, oh no, this next story has to be good, or everyone's gonna realize I'm a fraud. It's like yeah, it's just the 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 constant fear of everybody who like writes or draws anything. Mm -hmm. At least all the people I know who do this, because. I don't think right. I've met any of them who hasn't been like, what do you mean you like this? But don't you see all these failures? And the, meanwhile, the, everyone else is just like, there's two cakes here. Oh, yeah, the, that classic one. Oh, that cake's better than mine. Cool, there's two cakes. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, I, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah, like, I'm, I always like, joke with people, I'm basically like a vampire, but like for emotions or whatever. And so if... People love a story I write. That will give me so much energy to write so much of it. Definitely, yeah. Agreed. So then that closes out Pencil's questions, and uh, we suddenly have a lot here. 
but and we may not get to all of them. So let's see if we can start speedrunning some of these. Uh, we move on to Aeth, who's a great friend of ours, who doesn't start off with a question. He starts off with, make airplane noises and dirty talk. Go. Oh, I, I don't want anyone to fall in love. I shouldn't do the last one. I can do the airplane noise, though. Oh, what? That was not an airplane. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and pretty touch don't be dangerous. There you go. Perfect. Perfect airplane noise. Next question. How long go date if why go date? Depends on how well you know the other person. And probably because you want to know them better. Do you have a particular method for forming ideas, or do they just come to you every midsummer night be met by moonlight? Uh, whatever just flows into my head. Like the initial idea is usually whatever flows into my head initially by uh, moonlight, apparently. I'm going to use moonlight by that. Uh, like I'll see something, and it will trigger some response in my brain, or I'll look at something, or I'll consider a thought, and I'll go like, huh, well, what if like all of a sudden this thing? And then I can have to do with it. Or it's... Like, the Avatar story, the entire thing started because I was role-playing My Little Pony with a friend who'd got me into the community, and I'd done, like, a whole idea of, like, oh, what if Discord had done, like, a joke thing where he, like, messed with them and made them all think they were Avatar things? And I was like, I'm just going to make that a book. And, Damn. yeah, and then other time, and then after that, I just kind of make the characters and throw them into the world. I, I like, I kind of dictate what the world does, and... Okay, this is what happens in the world. How do the characters react? And then I just try to get into their heads and see, okay, what would, how would they react? And if I, I, I always have to, like, stay in their heads because if a story ever goes, like, where I feel they're acting out of character, it just throws me completely out. It makes it really hard to write. Right. I'm basically just channeling them. Like, I'm some kind of, like, weird writing seance or person. That's kind of the whole thing. You got to write everyone in character unless the story is explicitly out of character. Otherwise, it's uh, very jarring. Yeah. So, no, completely agree and uh, makes sense to me. It's, it's not good, though, when like they they do something in character that is really bad and all the fans are all pissed off. Like, why did you break this person's leg? I'm like, I didn't. They did it to themselves. There you go. Yeah. It's like, uh, didn't you read they did it? I had nothing to do with this. I'm not. I'm like, I'm no more in control of this than, than you are. I'm, I'm just the one that's writing it. They're the, they're the uh, ones who are doing this to me. Look, I'm just the author, man. Blame the characters. Like, Exactly. So, what is an imaginative insult you can come up with? Well, now I can't come up with anything, darn it. Um, I've come up with a few, darn I've, I've come up with a few, but now I can't remember any of them. If I remember, if I remember any of them later, I'll throw them at Enigma. Perfect. One of I'm us. Just, I'm just joking, Enigma. I wouldn't do that to you. You precious. What? He's a, he's disappointed no, that you wouldn't do that. I was getting excited for an insult. Why you got to do? Why you got a blue ball? So you, like you, you want like you want full? Uh, so he's that kind of person. I see how it is. No, I'm not doing He's a glutton for punishment. We're gonna go right yeah. back to that first question. I'm just like talk, talk dirty to him and be like, "Oh, you're a, I don't know, I don't know because you're you're Enigma and no one knows anything about you because no one cares." No, not uh, damn. Uh, oh yeah, that—that's the good stuff. <laughs> Very good. 
Uh, what would be the best sport if it were mandatory for the players to be drunk? I want to say chess, because it has the least, one of the least chance of fatalities that I can think of. I don't On know. It? I don't know. Did you hear about that recent thing where uh, the a chess, chess robot? Yeah. Are you going to get the chess robot drunk? Because at that point, I think like there's a whole do, different issue on. Do you not know what the chess robot did to a child? Oh no, I, I know about it. I heard. I've heard about the thing. It's like, if, but if you're getting it drunk, like that's just going to end up worse. It just skipped a lot of steps. You know, the the, the easiest way to win the game is just to eliminate <laughs> the other player. I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, watching chess matches would probably actually be infinitely more entertaining if the players were drunk. Even when players were sober, I've occasionally seen people completely like flip the boards and everything. So, <laughs> just like like it's like a chess of all things, yes. And like, I would just want to see more a drunkenly fueled chess rage. Like that person, it's like it's like it's like watching NASCAR for the crashes. You watch chess, drunken chess for the rage. Exactly. I I watch gamer rage compilations all the time. It's it's, it's fascinating. Right pawn to your face. Exactly. So chess it is, and quite frankly, I agree. So next question from Ethan, closing out his questions: What story in any medium, so be it movies, games, books, etc., really struck a chord with you recently? Or fan fiction too, of course. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm trying. I'm, I'm thinking of them. I'm like, uh, ones that have been like very influential for me. Um, was probably like Pastins, uh, Fallout Equestria. Uh, mm. but there's also been like a lot of things like games like Undertale. Um, there's been a lot of different things. It's kind of like that old, that old saying, like indeed that you you don't. Uh, uh, Good authors borrow, great authors steal, or something? Or is your first? Is that again? Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like the that. Only part, the, only thing, the only thing you got wrong with it, it wasn't authors, it was artists. Oh. Oh, great, art, great authors. Yeah, the rest of, yeah, the rest of it is, is spot on. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like there's a lot of things, like almost everything you read kind of influences what you do, and... But mostly, I'd say a lot of times it's not always the writing. It's like I have I have a really big weakness for games because there's usually background music, and the music will have a huge impact on what I'm thinking, on can influence how I'm how I'm re reading it. Uh, uh, so there's like uh, Undertale, of course, because everybody knows Undertale. Um. I also don't read as much as I should. Me too, yeah. Oh, uh, there was also, uh, I watched, um, Pudge. There's a series, like, so, there's also the thing of a passion. Passion has a big influence on it, and so, some of my friends are really passionate about certain series, and then I'll watch those series, and those series will be very, like, have these big impact on my things, and two of them recently was this thing called Monkey Kid, which is, like, Journey to the West, but, uh, with Legos, and... Centaur World, which is all over the place. I don't even know how I would describe it. I've seen Centaur World. It's pretty good. It's pretty based. 
I was also, I, oh, I can't remember the name of the story. Like, I know, the, the biggest issue I'm having right now is, like, I can't remember all of the stories that I, that are, the names of them. Like, I can't remember, like, bits and pieces of them. Um, like, I remember this one story that was, like, this, it was kind of, like, a different thing, where Twilight had failed to find the elements of harmony, and so she ended up becoming uh, Nightmare Moon's student, and it was kind of this short blurb thing, and that was something that I, I kind of remembered. Uh... I know Mercedes Lackey's stuff had a lot of influence on me and gave me a lot more confidence as a writer because I was like, huh, I can do this. Um, oh, makes, makes sense like to a, me. There's, like so, there's, there's, two, there's so many answers, I don't know which ones to give you. <laughs> well, it's good that there's a lot of answers then. Lots of uh, good influences. Better, than, yeah. I guess. Maybe it's better than just basing every work you do off of one instance. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, oh, obviously, Avatar had a huge influence on me because, yeah, and so did My Little Pony because, uh, you can like a, a lot of my. I think I do give a lot of credence to my, um, writing of characters to My Little Pony because it had so much depth in their characters, mm -hmm. and it helped me grow as like a writer because of that because I was like, oh you can do more than one trait in your character and have them be more than two, one dimension, and that's okay. Wait, you can do that? I know, right? Shit, I got some work to do. Your character can be a dick and still wait, be likable. Wait, wait, you're saying it can have more than one straight character in a story? No, you shouldn't have more than one straight character. You probably shouldn't have the one straight character. Ah, damn, I'm going to get canceled. Well, no mal. Remember, remember, your characters should be like spaghetti, noodle. Or no, no, <laughs> no. I know what you're going for, and I and I'm giggling. But regardless, we will move on. Uh, that ends Ace's questions, and we move on to Pat, another great, uh, great friend of the uh, of ours, who asks, "What is your favorite fictional country, and why?" I would say Equestria right now because it's the only country that comes to mind. Because, of course, the moment I'm asked, everything leaves my brain. Understood. I mean, Equestria is pretty good. It's pretty up there. So, excellent. Uh, what obscure video game or game series do you like? Ooh, this one is actually great. Uh, I think one of my favorite games of all time is Ghost 1.0. And it's this small little Android game thing that is just... It has like it has like such a touching story, and that is probably a, that would have been a good answer for a prior question. So, the prior question, but yeah, uh, Ghost One Point is this really sweet story about this person, and it explores kind of like different things about uh, identity of humanity, and has really, just really good characters. Um, another one I really like is One Step from Eden. But that's mostly because I have I find it a lot of fun, and I could come up with so much fan fiction about them, but I'm not going to because I don't even know if it has really has a fandom at all. That's fair. <laughs> Probably does though. Probably. Look it up on fanfiction.net, and you'll see how many stories there are, and that'll give you a good indication. I'd say. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. So, ooh, this is a great fucking question. Uh, which food place has the best fries? 
Ooh, I would have to say I, I'm gonna have to go with Arby's. Arby's? That's interesting. I, I of all the places that people have said for questions like this, I never would have guessed Arby's. Any particular oh. reason why? Them or I, I? This one feels just really weird, like incredibly weird. Pizza Hut. And I don't know why, but I got we got fries and pizza at one time, and it was like the most amazing fries I've ever had. I'm like, what the fudge? You know, why? I've actually I've actually had fries from Pizza Hut, and they're they're actually they actually kind of slap. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's like, okay, but why? And Arby's just they're really good. I like their fries, like the curly fries. They're swirl. They're like the tiny. They're, they're swirl. Right. They got okay. fun texture, and they're fun, and they're tasty. I like them. That's fair. Uh. God, I think, uh, I mean, I think the, if we're, if we're not, if we're just talking about fast food, I think, uh, probably it's, for me, it's a toss up between like in and out and Chick-fil-A or something like that. In and out <laughs> being a more West Coast thing. But, uh, if it's like just fries in general, literally the hole in the wall family restaurant diners always have the greatest fucking steak fries. Every time. I've never gotten that good of ones from them, for oddly enough. Really? Yeah. Maybe the ones around me that are like owned by like a single family, and they just like give you just this fucking vat of steak fries, and it's just like, oh god, yes. We had Five Guys before; they're pretty good, but mm -hmm. the other ones are oddly like amazing. So it's like it's really hard to compare. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, suppose when when it's poured. Next question. It's a broth. Then, it's a broth. Okay. I read. I read that one. I was like, broth immediately. So for for the <laughs> audience, when poured into a cereal, what is milk? It is a broth. I would agree with this. So at that point, cereal is basically a soup. Yeah, I agree. You're eating it with with a spoon and everything. It's like a thick soup. Oh boy. If you can go to if you go to one place to eat, would it be Tomboy, Outback Steakhouse, Femboy, Hooters, Goth, IHOP, Milf, Denny's? Or other, you can make up your own for other if you want. Like, for example, there have been Femme Domino's, Ara Ara Arby's, Monster Girl McDonald's, Short Stack Steakhouse, Cat oh Girl Chipotle, etc. I feel all of those would, oh, except for the Yandir Hut. Yandir Hut would probably scare me. I feel like I'd want to go to all of those at one point just to see. Especially Femme Domino's. But, like, I feel my normal answer would be Tomboy Outback Steakhouse or Femboy Hooters. But if I was going to work at one, Totally be goth IHOP. Beautiful. Goth IHOP. So, okay. So one of the members of the bar cast, us, is an imposter who is sus. Hmm. Keep, I'm, keep, I'm, keep in mind, I was insulted and enjoyed it, so I can't be fake. Yeah. I would have to say milk. Oh, milk. Yeah, he says like I mean if you look look at him, he he's a like what is that? A a bird? That's that doesn't look like a cup of milk to me. That looks like a bird or he, a bird head or just, rock. He's just standing there menacingly. Stand if you move your no, if you move your mouse over him, he's actually wiggling about left and right. Uh, well, up and down. What do you say what do you say to this charge, milk? Um Sussus Among Us. Sussy Sussy Among Us. <laughs> Understood. Uh, if you could use the force, what would you do? 
I would not trust myself with the force. I would like I I I drop things and run into walls like all the time. I would end up like accidentally force choking someone or like picking something up and then like all of a sudden it'd go flying across the the area like eighty miles an hour and no one'd be like, "What the fudge happened?" And I'd be like, "Yes, I intended for that to happen. That was yes. definitely not a mistake. Probably." That's how I write a lot of my stories. I oh, I just did. I just added this after I clicked publish. That wasn't a mistake, probably. Let's see. Let let let's see, let, let, let's no see what the audience. Let's see what the audience thinks. Y'all are my guinea pigs, sort of thing. Like or my readers are my guinea pigs. So, all right. Uh, and finally, with Pat's final question, oh guest of the podcast, what is your wisdom? Hmm. My wisdom would be, uh, take your time. Love is hard, no matter who. Love is hard to understand. Don't be afraid. It takes you a long time to figure it out. And never be afraid to ask. You're not weak. You're strong for even having the ability to ask somebody. But what if being with my love makes me hard? I mean, that sounds like a perk. It's a being problem. Being, being with your love makes you hard? Like, like I said, unless that's, unless that's an issue. In that case, I'm, I think they make stuff that can cause impotence. I don't know, but... Remember what the, fa the famous quote that JFK once said, we fuck not because it is easy, but because it is hard. Oh, right. He, oh, he meant like being around the person they love is hard. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, in that case, you just have to like talk it out and work it out, and eventually you'll figure it out. Or you'll like set on fire. One of the two will happen. Oh, no, he meant hard in that way. Oh, then yeah. You know, like yeah, you'd... yeah. you know, being around my love increases my density. Oh, in that case, make sure you're on the bottom. Based. Well, you don't want to accidentally crush them. Maybe they like that. I don't know. <laughs> well, see, it's, 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 it's not an issue until there's a medical... When it, I guess when it comes to a medical problem, then you've got to be... R RKO. So, this depends how, how dense you get. She be, she she would be like, oh yeah, boy, I want you to Mario stop Mario stop me. Whatever works for her, man. Oh dear heavens! I want you to <laughs> I want you to I want you to be a thwomp and just smash me. Moving uh, on. Yes, to... so begins the Bowsette storylines. There you go. Oh, there's another one. Uh, Bowsette and Ranma one half. Those are very influential in my work. Very nice. Very nice. Perfect. And uh, I want to read Mugni's gigantic freaking paragraph of a joke and everything, but I think we, sh with the interest of the three minutes we have left, we should probably get to some other questions. I'm sorry, Mugni, you were too late. Empty <laughs> uh, plot. It, so. Oh, you did. So then he, then he can die happy. <laughs> empty wow. plot moving on to empty plot filler one which conceptually makes for a more interesting character a protagonist who is a good character that does bad things or an antagonist who is generally evil yet does good things great question i would say they're actually both very interesting they actually play off each other really well because there's a lot of stories where the good character is always good and the universe will build themselves around them to make them better and show that they are always in the right, and they've never flawed. But frankly, the flawed characters are the most interesting. 
And that also goes for the evil, like an evil Sometimes you're in the mood for, like, the evil character who's just evil and just a dick and just raw and angry and stuff. But other times, like, a character who is evil but kind of understandable makes for such a more compelling storyline because you can kind of see where they come from, why they're like this, what makes them do that. And I'd say they both tie into each other really well. And they just make for better stories. Like, 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 like that's actually like one of the best things about My Little Pony, and um, a lot of the characters, the good ones, a lot of the good ones are flawed. They have like a lot of failures. A lot of the evil ones are do have good moments and good times where you can see that no, this is not a bad person necessarily. This is a person who has seen this is their way going forward. This is where they belong or how they belong. And it does make those moments where they don't do that, where they just make everything black and white, really rough. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the the character who's good for the sake of just being good, and the evil character who's evil just for the sake of being evil isn't really that compelling of a story. So very few people are actually even like that. Yeah, they make so. great temporary characters for like one episode, or yeah, episode. or like stand-ins for something. Yeah. If you if you're gonna have more than like a paragraph about them, please give them some death. Exactly. Like, I, I get where a lot of people are going to want the Joker kind of concept of the character who's just crazy evil, but most people can't do the Joker well. Even most of the people who wrote the Joker can't do the Joker well. Fair, that's fair. So, Empty Plot Filler's second question is a whole concept thing, not necessarily a question. Uh, since we're literally out of time, we'll move on to his third question and probably have to call it there. Uh... So three, is is Spike a terrible character or is the real problem just the writers? I'd say he's not a terrible character. He has moments where they write him poorly, but a lot of times he's just this kid who's really in over his head. And he's doing a lot of stuff that a lot of people, if you if you were trying to do that stuff, would, would fall flat on their faces. Like, he's basically, he's a baby dragon, but they have him, like, doing diplomatic stuff. They have him organizing all of these things. And he does it sometimes, like, he spent, like, one thing that came to mind recently was Twilight made him spend three days organizing her library with her. And he did it, willingly. Like, without, being, without being committed. Yeah, like, that is, that takes dedication. That is somebody who genuinely cares and wants to help the people around him. And, yeah, he, he fucks up. Everybody fucks up. But who doesn't fuck up? I fucked up ten times today. Like... We all make mistakes, and he's, he tries. And I think trying and effort is something that's just not given enough uh, respect. Respect? Uh, I'll go with respect. Yeah, no, uh, I can agree with that in a different lens. Uh, again, Pencil isn't here to somehow scream and say and re and say you're wrong, but she doesn't have to be here for that. <laughs> She'll probably listen to this and re later and re-all the same, though. But uh, with that, uh, I think I think we're out of time. So uh, there are, were a few remaining questions, and there may have been some in the chat. So I guess before we sign off, uh, if someone did if someone did have a question that's burning in their throat and they want to ask you, how could they best reach you? Uh, you could message me over FemFiction. Um, I'm not always the most responsive there. If you want, like, an instant in-the-day, right-now response, 
uh, my Discord. I actually link it on my profile and all of my books and stuff. And I really do try to give answers to everything. I don't. Some things I can't. I can't spoil stuff. I try really hard not to spoil stuff. But if it's something that like I haven't written in the books, but would be something that people could find out logically, and I just it's just that they haven't made the cut into the books themselves. I will always. I would tell people like, yeah, no. Yeah, like, uh, yes, uh, Nightmare Moon definitely wears purple socks, for example. Nice. Or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't know if she wears purple socks. I'd pr- I probably actually have a canon thing that she wears, but I'm just, like, using that as an example. Right. Um, but yeah, Discord's usually the easy one, because I try to go in there. Like, unless I'm feeling ill or something, I will respond within, like, 24 hours. Because I basically feed off of you people. Like, it's, it's how I get, like, my writing going. Perfect. So, all right. Well, there you go. And uh, with that, uh, I believe we'll call it there. And uh, this has been the Barcast, everyone. Thank you for coming and listening to uh, all of our drivel. Uh, your your bartenders have been uh, enigmatic otaku. I still don't have a 12-foot Home Depot skeleton. Uh, we have been milk. We'll get you the 20-foot. Are we sure that he's really milk? Possibly. And uh, we have also been Ravage. We are royal now. Bow before us. We have also had Pencil. Uh, We have had our amazing guest, Jeweled Pen. Thank you. Indeed, and I, for some reason, according to Discord, am in the timeout channel, and yet everyone can still hear me. That's weird. (laughs) But I am also Flammenwerfer. So, with that, enjoy your weekend. Be safe, don't drink and drive, have a good night.